0: Hello, welcome listeners to our podcast. This is Listen to Your Heart with Pat and Carla. Hey, Carla, how are you doing today?
1: I am doing amazing. How are you?
0: I am doing fantastic.
1: Great to hear. Uh,
0: Life is just good. Yeah,
1: so tell me about it.
0: Oh, yes. Right now, I am high. And um, before we just joined together, I was listening to a sonar mix on Apple Music. So I've been doing pretty good.
1: Nice. Sounds pretty chill.
0: Oh, yes. Um, Funny. I got to say something funny to you and the listeners. Something pretty funny happened at work the other day by accident. And it's quite funny. I I have to tell you guys this. Yeah, let's hear it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So um, I have this woman that I work well with. We'll just say her name is Lauren. So, I always talk to Lauren about a good amount of the day because we interact with each other pretty well. Then there's this girl Jill, who's the food truck lady for who goes to my work and um, you know, does a service of providing hot food or cold food to um my coworkers and all. So. Recently, I got her number just so um I could tell her when the um episode is for this podcast. Smooth as it is, I got her number, but even Ooh. though I, oh well, yeah, very smooth. But I didn't mm-hmm. pursue her to date her, so that, that's fine. So, you um, know, is this
1: how we get listeners now? Are you just hitting on all the listeners? Is that? I mean, I love the plan for getting women to listen. That's awesome. Let's keep up with that. Okay. <laughs> we we,
0: we try that. Uh, well shockingly black widow um probably won't like that oh no oh yeah I'm not oh <laughs> yes the girl i'm seeing is black widow but i'll tell it after the story but anyways um so me and um lauren have this inside joke where wherever we see each other we just say something funny and um jill um, texting me saying like oh she's on her way I always ask her on days where I just feel like I want to buy food from her not every day but once or twice a week so I go by um Lauren and I accidentally say hey Jill oh. so, <laughs> weirdly enough I had to I mixed up the names I hate it when I do that sometimes I say random stuff that's just me that's my personality Um, if you don't like it, you're just going to have to deal with it. (laughs) So, um, she, like, she gasped because of how awkward that it was. Like, like, oops, I called her the wrong name on purpose. And then, um, soon enough, my boss heard about it. Then they were, like, making jokes about it, trying to call me another name by accident. Well, actually, (laughs) on purpose. So that was a funny kind of tone. Then I go out, and I see Jill, um, because she texted me that she was here. And I immediately had to tell her that story, and she thought how she thought it was pretty hilarious. I mean, really, um, for the <laughs> amount of women I talk to at work, I talk to no more than, let's say, two women a day. And I'm um, two to three women that I work with. So that's the m- m- majority I talk to. Then I have um, the girl that I talk to, well, not talk to, um, okay, yes, communicate with, like once or twice a week, so her name popped up because it's saved in my phone as Jill, and I was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just did that. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> Luckily, both Lauren and Jill thought that was hilarious, so they just played it off like nothing, but still. Heck, hey, come on. That
1: was... That's, like, the first rule of, like, being a guy is don't get the names confused.
0: Shockingly, um, both of them <laughs> are in relationships, so I it was just too funny to say.
1: Have you ever done that um, in a more intimate setting? Like, oh. gotten somebody's name right or forgotten their oh. name?
0: Oh, or get, gotten their name wrong? Oh, okay. no, no. I mean, um, well, that never happened to me once, so... I'm like, all right, that's fine. I, I mean <laughs> I've well I've forgotten
1: a name, but I've never like called somebody by the wrong name.
0: Oh my god, would that have been like that could have been an instant turn off?
1: Yeah, no. Um there was a chick that called my husband by the wrong name though when they were um you know, and that was um kind of interesting. He's like, I don't know who this one guy was, but she called me this.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. God. Whoops, it happens. <laughs> Oh, so, there was um,
1: alcohol, so... Anyways.
0: Hey, shit happens. That so, was...
1: speaking of shit happens, what are we talking about today?
0: Alright, um, so for this episode, we're going to give a good update on my love life, because things are going smooth and well with Black Widow. Love You're...
1: it, let's hear it.
0: Oh, oh, but also I got to see what else is in the episode. Then we'll definitely go into oh, yeah. Alright. Also, we're going to talk about um, your helping your ability to move on from well, your ex because um well that's a dead beat that's like beating a dead horse still when pretty mm-hmm. much there's nothing less to beat. Then we're gonna talk about how to why identifying a toxic relationship and why you should get out of it. Because love is love. You gotta be happy a majority of the time. If you're fighting too much, it's just you're, you're not happy you're wasting your time there's oh and don't try and fret that hey um I feel stuck but hey there's always going to be that other person another person out there who will treat you the way you deserve
1: you know and you're right and I think a lot of people get stuck in relationships and they think I'm never going to find somebody else or I'm never going to be able to move on and that's what keeps people stuck in toxic relationships So I definitely have my own opinions, but what do you think are the signs of a toxic relationship?
0: Well, you know, since I went on a bit too much of this, we'll just dive right into it. What the hell? Oh, Uh, sorry. (laughs) uh, Oh, no, it's cool. All right. Can you repeat that question? I I apologize.
1: Yeah. um, So you and I have very kind of different opinion. We might have different opinions, but in your opinion, what does a toxic relationship look like kind of from the outside looking in?
0: Um, from the outside looking in, I think of a toxic relationship like meaning it's like a chore to be there with someone. Um, you're flaking out on trying to be with them when they're trying to be with you. Um, trying, trying to think it like it's just not there for like the vibe. Like say even the sex sucks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's when it's just like, okay, this isn't going well. So, like, that can be defined as, like, being in a toxic relationship. I can always think of it also as, like, a toxic friendship. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're giving more than you're getting. Like, um, I've had a fair share of toxic friendships growing up and toxic, well, short-term dating. Because, well, how bad it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, this just isn't feeling right. Um, like, it's just not the good vibe. Like I've um, said before, I always think of it as like a, your communication vibe, like a heartbeat. You got to keep it steady or else it's just going to, you know, die off. Yeah, yeah. no,
1: completely um kind of from the i see a lot of people on a daily basis um who are re- kind of it sounds silly to say this but recovering from relationships or looking to gain the confidence to leave a toxic relationship and there's a few standard things that i realize that a lot of that most people have in common and it's easy from my perspective to spot what makes a relationship toxic and the- when somebody's not able to be themselves when they're right. not able to stand up for themselves when they're not able to have their own opinion without upsetting another person when they kind of feel like they're walking on eggshells then it's time to go it's um things may seem good or seem great um, but if you can't authentically be who you are then that's just kind of the first sign that it's a relationship that's just not meant to
0: be right like you want that person that you like to like you obviously and let them be who they want to be because you don't want to don't be someone you're not
1: mm-hmm.
0: I and mean, like don't get me wrong there are like in every relationship there are di- some differences but then you learn to like accept that person for who it is and um there are some things that you want to do and like you wish they can do that certain thing with you but you can't because that's not good in a relationship you can't force people to do something that they don't want to do like yeah like hey if they don't want to do something with you you got to respect it let it be like remember you got to have your own space in a relationship to make it healthy but if you're just like really bad with each other um not giving in a good amount of space your sex sucks, like, um, like, and I'm starting to say, like, but just on how, like, you're feeling when you go out, like, you, you're having, like, a slew, I wouldn't go for a slew, I'm not a slew of awkward first and awkward dates, but where your dates are just not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you
1: said something before that was a good point, when it becomes too much work, that's a sign. And all relationships are going to be some amount of work. It takes effort on both parts. But when it starts to feel like so much work and so much sacrifice, then that's when it's time to really evaluate. And I work with couples who have gotten to that point. And sometimes it's worth staying together. They just need better ways to communicate. It's just, you know, it's, and some people come in to see me, some couples come in to see me. And I know immediately they are just not meant to be And they. Separate, which is a hard thing to get people to understand especially people who have kids and who have marriages and have long-term relationships it doesn't have to be a divorce all breakups are terrible because right. you're losing something
0: right and i can um, definitely say for when i had those two breakups i felt like i lost someone like i lost the best friend like i lost somewhere i can just be myself around but then we had like our problems early on and it and they just never could have faded away. And not faded away, they never were taken care of. And that's what really um, sucks. But you got to live and learn from your relationships. Near, near the end, we both, for both my exes, we just became kind of toxic with each other over certain things. I'm not going to go really into detail of them. But when we kind of knew it was the end, we both knew it was the end.
1: Yeah and that, I think that's the thing is that when you both get to the point where you realize that it's okay that it's over that um, I think when a lot of relationship they always feel like they need to put the blame on someone they need to say well you know this didn't work out because of this and as people break up and relationships end people around the couple will have questions and say you know why didn't things work out and Blame is something that we inherently want to do, but it doesn't fix the situation. And if people are able just to say, you know what, we were great together. It just didn't work out. We just weren't meant to be. You know, what? I, I had a great experience. I learned a lot from this. And, and that's where outside of the breakup, people can be more supportive to people going through that. And instead of saying, well, what happened? Whose fault was it? Just saying, you know what, it sucks and I'm there for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and you just kind of always, you always have to ask yourself this, are you happy? Like, um, it's a simple yes or no question. If, um, you say no, it'd be like, well, can this, could this be fixed? If you say yes, but I'm like, well, um, then again, what can be fixed? But then mm-hmm. if you say yes, then you're like, all right, you got nothing to worry about then. And um, so I have this friend who um, is in a relationship and a not so great one because of how much um, her um, boyfriend treats her. And I tell her, like, um, "If you deserve better than this. Like, she keeps being in the cycle of, like, being sad, mm-hmm. and um, people try and cheer up and all, but then, like, she, like, makes this thing, like, yeah, okay, he's not the best boy for, friend in the world for certain departments, but he's overall good when we're together. I'm like, well, that's pretty much what a toxic relationship is, like, he treats you badly, and you're only happy when you're together. It's that, just, like, it roughly, seems like there's a lot
1: of insecurity
0: there. Yeah, insecurity. And um it's like you can only do so much. But like I said, you have to know when you're either in a good re- relationship or toxic relationship. But if you're being like feeling pretty shitty about yourself and your significant others like not doing much to help, why are you wasting that time with that person and like i can understand the fear of being single in today's world i can totally understand like dating now is completely different from when it was like five ten years ago so it's like you know your relationship can either your relationship can either get better or not in my opinion for this person not better because this guy literally chooses to flake out on this girl instead of spending time with her i'm like but hey you know that's relationships you gotta let let it be but and that must
1: be hard for you as her friend seeing her go through that and knowing that it it is toxic but you can't force someone to see something they're not seeing
0: yes like Hey, I'm single. I'm happy. I'm doing what makes me happy. Um, Love found me recently because of how happy I am and confident, and I want to like, I can at least show her like, hey, if you can be if I can be this happy single, you can be this happy single. Like, yeah, yeah. (sighs) And it's um, it's just
1: a scary. I mean, I've been there before. I've been in the position of having to like look at a relationship and you're right. Dating is different from it than it was 10 years ago. The dynamics of dating, but dating itself has not changed over hundreds of years. It's um, it's two people connecting and trying to figure out if it works or not. And then trying to figure out where things fit together. And I feel like there's so much pressure. I don't know if it's just now or um, now that I'm not in the dating game Um, It's hard for me to really know, but it seems like there's a lot of pressure on people now because it's.
0: There is, and I'll be like um, for most of my timeline on social media, um, either you're single, you're marrying that person you love or married or you're having a kid or even you're either single, married or getting there having kids or not having kids and yeah it, it is a weird amount of pressure like hey i'm 30 but you know what i really don't care as much anymore because divorces are like or happen like 50 percent of the time so it's like you know i want the right person to be there for me mm-hmm. like because all well, i do hopefully take that chance but hey marriages and and half of them in a divorce so i'm really in no rush and i don't care what people say or think about it it's my life and you gotta do what's right for you
1: exactly and i think it's that point where you stop living for everybody else and you start living for yourself and it's easier to get comfortable with being single at that point and saying i'm gonna wait i'm gonna hold off i'm not going to rush into something because I need that hundred percent. I don't need somebody who fits like 75% of those solutions.
0: Oh, right. Exactly. I agree.
1: And one thing I was going to, um, that I wanted to mention is there are so many emotions when people leave relationships and, um, it's always interesting seeing, um, I'm just gonna come out and say it. Okay, so my husband and I have this couple that we're friends with and we've known them forever. And they're going through a divorce.
0: Really?
1: And we obviously we love them so much. but then there's um it's almost like he's going out of his way to make her jealous, to make it seem like he's with this other woman. And I I mean we my husband and I both have questions about whether it's photoshopped or whether it's faked and it just seems so toxic to want to be that vindictive. Um, it's okay to leave a relationship and not have hard feelings. Um, it's, it's just so hard to watch, but um, it's, yeah, I think at some point you just have to move on. You have to like, just say, this is over. We're done. And not try to get vindictive at the other person. Have yeah, you experienced it's... that?
0: Um, I have not because for, um, both my re- relationships ending. My exes found boyfriends sooner than I could find a girlfriend, and I was like, you know, I am not worried at all because they have their relationship, I have mine, whatever. We all different ways of trying to find that right one. I don't know yep. how they found their boyfriend, or my girlfriend. I, okay, my girlfriend, girl I'm seeing right now. It's going pretty well. She actually slid into my DMs on Facebook, so that, that was Ooh, woo. fine. Woo, woo. <laughs> so finally, it wasn't a dating app. I was getting totally sick of those dating apps, but we'll oh, save not Imagine. Well, I feel like we can...
1: need to do a future podcast on dating apps. I need to oh. down. I'm like, I need to give my husband a warning, and I need to download Tinder and I need to swipe. Which way do I swipe for yes or no?
0: All oh, right. Swipe oh, right can... if I want it. I mean um you swipe right if you think he or she is good. Okay. You can swipe left if you want to pass on them.
1: Okay. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll do it, it, it might be helpful just to see what's out there. And um not that I wanna replace my husband, but I feel like to be a good expert in this, I need to understand what the what's what the kids are doing these days. I am forty oh, now, so officially oh, a grown
0: up. <laughs> hey, you're nine years older than me. Um 31. Nope. No shoot. 10 years older than me. I'm 30 and I'm turning 31 in December.
1: Oh, birthday's coming up. Oh That's yeah. That's exciting.
0: But, but then what's your birthday? I'm, well, I kind of said mine.
1: Mine is in May. It's Cinco de Mayo. So I live uh, in Southern California. So it's a big holiday. Most people think it's the Mexican Independence Day, but it's the Mexican victory at the Battle of Pueblo. So as a Southern Californian... Living um, so close to Mexico, I've definitely gotten my history right on that one. Either way, it's a great day for margaritas, so oh. I will take it.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, drink what you want, and it's all good. I all drink right.
1: margaritas anyway, so that's just fine. <laughs>
0: hey, you do you, girl. So let's okay. talk
1: about breakup styles. So all when right. you break up, do you hold on to those emotions, feelings? Do you find that you dwell on... Like the feelings, or do you do you find it hard to concentrate on anything else whenever you're going through a breakup, or do you feel like it's always a pretty clean process?
0: Well, all right, let's see. For my first breakup, I um moved for her um from Albany to Buffalo, which is two hours and four hours, and um, we were just fighting too much. And the arguments were just too much of, like, different stuff. Like, hey, I just moved back for you. Can you just let it be, take it easy on me? And we we just ticked each other off too much. So she wanted a break that lasted a week. So I didn't text or call her or anything. Then a week later, she gave me a long text um, saying, oh, we're done and all. Then she came over to give me my stuff and I gave her her stuff because I knew this wasn't going to, I definitely didn't want to try and make up or anything. I, I was pretty unhappy on how like I moved for her and she, like it wasn't enough. But anyways, um, yeah, we gave her each other's our stuff. Um, I said, well, um, goodbye. Um, thanks for being my, girlfriend for a bit. She's like, thanks for being my boyfriend for a bit. And, um, for that breakup, I, I was a little sad at first for like a day. And then I needed like one or two more days to just like exhale and be like, okay, um, I'm not, this relationship is dead. What's my next plan? And then I got over it within a week. So it wasn't that bad. Um, I didn't really date that much because I was more interested in moving back to Buffalo. So I mm-hmm. tried to get a job for the time being and save up and then move to Buffalo. And yeah, it was fine. And I handled that first breakup okay. Yeah. I mean, she was my first real girlfriend. So I, I could have, I was probably expecting to be sad. I and mean, I'm Really not happy with the breakup, but I wasn't because of how much we were like arguing in the end, and obviously that's not good in a relationship.
1: So did you find that you were almost more relieved once it was over? That it was yeah. uh, just kind yeah. of a relief to be done.
0: Oh yes, absolutely, and it that's that's life for you. Then for the second re- relationship. We, we didn't really agree on moving to each other's places again for this relationship. So we all, we were just dating in the moment and this wasn't really serious, but it kind of led, we were at that point like, okay, this is near two years for us. Um, do we want to end up living together or are we still far apart on that? And well, we were just far apart on it. And then that's when we broke up. She took it, we both took it different ways. Um, now that I was the person breaking up, I felt relieved and happy. But at the same time, I felt sad. Because, well, I broke up with this girl I've been seeing for nearly two years. Mm-hmm. And she was sad too. Um, I communicated with her a week later to see how this Doing how she was doing and all, and hey, yeah, she was doing fine. Um, sad of the situation. Um, definitely Um, didn't want to talk to her that much after, but yeah, that's breakups for you.
1: That's tough,
0: yes. Okay, um, she both of my exes are happy with their boyfriends, so I'm just happy for both of them, but I'm not really gonna. I don't think I'll talk to them unless they want to try and talk to me.
1: No, and that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that reminds me, there's a new um, a show that I've been watching on, um, I don't know if you've seen this, so Andy Cohen, producer of all the amazing Real Housewife shows, but he has a show called X-Rated, where um, like men and women have their exes come on the show and rate oh, them geez. in different departments, and it is amazing and terrible. It's something i would never want to experience i would not want to call up my exes and be like come tell me all the bad things and i watched a couple episodes and i was just cringing so much because it was like oh gosh i mean they some of them had some really nice things to say but i think sometimes it's better not to not to bring so, those things up again
0: right i don't think that show's gonna last that long but um we'll see what people think about it
1: Yeah, I mean, we're on the 20-something season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, so who knows?
0: (laughs) Who knows? Um, Okay, so, oh, speaking of which, we got to have an episode coming up where we talk about reality dating
1: shows. (gasps) Yes, so do you have a favorite? We can just touch on that briefly.
0: All right, Love is Blind.
1: Oh, yeah, that one's good. I really like that one. Um, I like oh. that one and Married at First Sight. Um, I think my, like, OG dating show... I don't know if it's a dating show. Is 90 Day Fiance, like, a dating show?
0: Um, I not I guess really. you... I, I wouldn't call that much, because that's, like, legit rushed love, like...
1: Yeah, good point.
0: Like, real... Are you a I mean, Bachelor not, fan? Um, not much of a Bachelor fan, but shows I used to watch were, um, like... um. Flavor of Love.
1: <gasps> yes. Did you ever Rock watch of- um, the one with Bret Hart?
0: Yeah. Oh, Bret Hart was Rock that it? love. Yes. Then also yeah. they had their um spinoff series of um Charm School, and that was fu- fun in its own way.
1: Those shows were amazing. I loved Flavor of Love. I still don't understand how Flavor Flav got so many hot women, but um, oh. it's hilarious.
0: Wow, those dating reality shows are quite something else.
1: They are. And oh. I am here for all of them.
0: We are definitely going to have an episode where we talk about da- reality dating shows. What's yes. entertaining? Even though we all know at the end they're all going to break up.
1: Yeah, but I think it's fun to watch people go through what we normal people go through and just to put it all out there.
0: Oh, no, exactly. I agree.
1: And it's going to be hard. It has to be really hard to publicly go through, like, putting yourself out there, getting to know somebody, going through all these, like, intimate things and cameras being everywhere and trying to build a relationship based on always being guarded or being, um, knowing that somebody's always watching. That's kind of not an authentic way to start a relationship.
0: Right. And also one thing show I thought was pretty cool was Dating Naked.
1: Oh, I never saw that, but it sounds um, amazing.
0: Yeah, you let everyone lets it all hang out. Um Is that
1: inspired you to start dating naked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if only I can get a girl to go like to nude beach with me, I would totally try it. No, but, you should um...
1: just be like, come over to my place. We're just gonna like get naked and get to know each other, no sex, nothing weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay that's a really good one um (laughs) well all right I won't go into detail about um our first date with my first date with um Black Widow but it it was fun I'll tell you that (laughs) but but for dating naked it's just this reality show where um some either a man or a woman date go on three different dates and they let it all hang out um the one's chest is blurred out Um, the crotch region for both the men and the women are blurred out. And it's a really interesting kind of show.
1: Huh? So I understand love is blind. I got too many questions. You know, we're going to save that for a future episode. Cause I could yes make an entire episode based on reality TV. I love reality TV. Me too. <laughs> but again, like going back to our original topic, you don't see the very worst of what they go through. And, you kind of see like a brief, like letting somebody down and saying, Oh, you know, of all the people you're, you're the one going home tonight, but that's not really a breakup. So we see like everything building up to it. We don't see like the demise of things. And it's almost, I think in pop culture, breakups have become so entertaining to people. And I was yes. reading an article today and one of my, John Mullaney is one of my favorite people. I love him. Um, great comedian. He's been dating Olivia Munn. And I read an article that they broke up for them. And I'm usually kind of whatever about celebrity breakups. But this one was hard because I really like the guy. Um, But it's almost become like its own section of entertainment is who's breaking up.
0: Right. And um, proves that, hey, um, don't always jump into a relationship or else Hey, and, and well, just like celebrities, like us, relationships are relationships. They go for, for a short time, years, life. Who knows? It's just the way love is.
1: Yeah, and I can't imagine having to go through a breakup in front of like the public eye and knowing that somebody's always watching and that you can't just. Okay, for me, it's like okay, my I have exes out there, but I'm not constantly being asked about them by people on the street or um right i'm not seeing photos of them with their new people or i mean obviously it's been a long time since i dated somebody but um but i think when i was going through those breakups in the past i would have been heartbroken if i would have seen like pictures of like my ex-boyfriend like man whoring around with all these different women um it would have been hard
0: oh um part of that happened in the love is Blind on the pre-anniversary where this guy um, who had a beautiful fiancé from the show like had an affair with this friend, Ooh. and they went to the party together, and this girl stuck out like a sore thumb, and she had no business being there. Oh, oh, okay, I can't get into it too much, but All right, we'll save that for an
1: episode. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should watch an episode together and just kind of talk about it as
0: Oh, we can definitely do that.
1: Like so. live, live, I mean, it wouldn't be live tweeting, but yeah, let's watch yeah. and do that. That's fun.
0: That wouldn't be so. Um, we've, um, uh, part of um, moving on is, um, definitely moving to stop thinking about your ex. Um, remember when they're dead, relationships are dead in the water. Um, there's really no point of bringing it trying to revive it because like if you go back to reviving it, your trust level is gonna be like very shallow. Um, you're gonna end up fighting over the same things over what happened in the past. It's always like a it's a bad bad mess to go to create. yeah, correct.
1: And it's easy to like think things are gonna be different this time. And I've had those friends where they get back together, they break up, they get back together, they get together. A and it's this cycle where it just keeps going. And I think they always think that things are going to be different and then they never are. And then there's or- frustration and resentment. And each time that that happens, it builds and it gets worse. It's a really a bad place for a relationship. It's almost like, well, you know, if you, I would even say like once or twice if you broke up and got But after that, if it's a, continual thing and nobody's surprised when you break up you probably shouldn't you should really evaluate whether the relationship is meant to be or not
0: all right exactly and um i saw this throughout college once um i'm i'm just gonna say jack and jill um just to protect the names who are involved and um for the constant four years they were together um it was a constant cycle of them getting together having all these lovey-dovey messages then like a few weeks later um we see like me- statuses saying like bad things about each other the one that really made me and my um friends laugh or we were just confused okay i would take that back Not laughed but i was like what what the hell when yeah. they had these messages about these statuses about each other about positive things then 24 hours after that no no let me correct myself 12 hours after that oh geez then like you get the bad messages about each other i'm like well that was short
1: yeah (laughs) oh that's rough
0: yeah and um it's like if you're like as you said if um you're going back to that same person you're gonna get mad and say stupid stuff over the same things Mm -hmm. and so really for people out there who are listening or thinking about your ex get over them like yes
1: move move
0: on you're wasting your time for all that effort when you could just be with making yourself happy then letting love come to you
1: you know and that's a great point i wanted to touch on earlier happiness is something that is so obscure in relationships because people other people to make them happy. And they think, well, I'm not happy in this relationship. And the first part of evaluating that is saying, am I not happy with this person or am I not happy with myself? Or am I not happy with who we are together? But it's a lot of pressure to put on someone to assume that they are going to make you happy and to be angry at them when they're not. It's very unfair because Happiness is an inside job. It's something that has to start from the inside. And a lot of times there is an unmet need. Um, A lot of the, I mean, all the work that I do goes back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs that we all have these basic needs that need to be met. And when those aren't met, there's resentment, there's anger, and you have to look at who can fulfill that need. And a lot of times it's needs that we can fulfill ourselves, but we look for someone else to do because it's what's expected in relationships. They're supposed to be that missing piece. And it makes things better, but that's not realistic, and that's not a healthy relationship.
0: Right, I know exactly. So, if they're not giving you the time of day, like, or just as like, you have friends and all toxic or non-toxic. The ones that are toxic, fuck them. Who needs them? Like, um, don't waste your energy on someone who won't give you that energy back. I always put it as um, in a hockey rink. Um, to meet where I'm going after my effort, you have to meet me in the neutral zone. Mm-hmm. I am not going to your defensive zone, putting in all that effort. You have to meet me in the neutral zone or else it's just not going to work.
1: No, I totally agree. And, and, sorry, another good point you bring up is that um, friendships, friendships in just, like, relationships do and sometimes ending a friendship can be very hard and um yeah. it's they go through the breakups where sometimes it's a slow fade and sometimes we realize that these relationships or friendships are very toxic and we have to end those I went through that in um June with someone who I realized was a very um it was a very one-sided friendship mm-hmm. and and it was very hard to end, but looking back, I realized I was getting nothing out of it. Not that I was in it for me, but it has to be a two-way street where you're both getting something, but it was always that person talking about themselves and it was always their concerns and they always needed to look better than everyone else, like appear better. And I, it was exhausting to feel like there was almost a competition.
0: Oh, exactly. That's what you're bringing up is good. like. It, then you realize like how to- toxic they were, and I, well, they just weren't right for you, mm-hmm. and and that's why. Hey, don't waste your energy hoping that person will come back to you. Maybe down the line, sure, fine, whatever. Um, but the last time you um, worry about them, the more time you could spend on doing a new hobby, um, getting better at work, losing weight, etc., just. That's why when you're done with your ex, the worst thing you can do is still trying to think about them, hoping that they'll come back to you. Like, if you try that, you know it's not going to be as good as the first relationship because, well, that's no. where you're starting to know each other. It's going to be literally just as... It's going to be just as bad as you ended it because, well, what's there to do? You're... Like you said, you're going to have your, like problems with each other that are just going to come back to haunt you.
1: Yeah, and unless you deal with those problems just because you break up and separate or go your separate ways for a little while doesn't mean that things are going to get better. It something has to be fixed, something has to be worked on. And I that's not just because I do it professionally, but I I believe relationship counseling is so powerful because you, everybody needs to be able to like put everything out there in a safe place and it's Sometimes that's very hard to do because you don't want to hurt the other person. You don't know how they're going to react, but it's very good. You're kind of in the middle saying, okay, and kind of interpreting it. And it's a very neutral situation where no one has to take sides. No one has to get defensive because a lot of times that happens is when people, when someone approaches the other person in the relationship and they say, I have an issue that I want to work on. The other person will get defensive. And immediately instead of trying to go into this mode of wanting to fix things and wanting to be better, they'll start thinking of how to defend themselves. And a lot of times that's with very angry words, very hurtful things that only um, serves to further drive a wedge in the relationship.
0: Right. You can either be defensive or not defensive about and be like, okay, I did this wrong. What can I do to fix it? Or you can be like, okay, I don't believe I got to that point. Like, right?
1: Yeah, no, completely. And I was just kind of thinking about it like sports. There's, with almost every sports, there's a defense and there's an offense. And there's a different objective. And and there's, the, there's a reason why there's different players on each side doing different things. And it's, um, it would be a very tough game. I love football, so I'm going to use a football analogy. If All you right. had, like, a defense on defense, like, it just, it wouldn't make sense. It would... Right just be so chaotic and that's what happens in relationships um is that when you constantly feel the need to defend yourself all the time the person other person feels the need to defend themselves and you're just attacking each other or coming at each other instead of saying you know let me let me look at what's really wrong
0: all right and i'm um, no i i agree with that that is a good point to have because you got to have like your balance like accountability of what's wrong or else it's just not going to work
1: i agree i totally yeah. agree
0: <laughs> All right. so um moving to our final topic of the night um or morning if you're gonna be listening to this in the morning but so finally me and black widow finally got together um after talking for three long weeks um we met in the middle and Syracuse, which is two hours from us, but we just wanted to take the train because her car can't go more than an hour outside of her town. Um, I really just didn't feel like driving this week. So I took the train to Syracuse. We um, chilled at a hotel that has a free shuttle service to and from the train station, and that went out pretty well. The thing about it, why I really think me and Blackwood are pretty good is that we communicated with each other pretty well. It was easy talking to her. We had no secrets with each other. We were just open about whatever was going on in our lives. Um, it We have just this constant connection, and that's always good for when relationships start. You want that positive connection. Like, we go back and forth of stuff that we like to talk about stuff we like to do it's just a good constant feel
1: nice oh yes that is really cool
0: oh oh it is we had a a fun time this weekend nice so
1: when are you seeing this this lady again
0: um so november is a busy month for both of us um we are going to be seeing each other mid-December around my birthday for a hockey game, so that's going to be pretty fun. And obviously, nice like a hockey game. The Syracuse Crunch, a um, minor league AHL team that's like in the middle of our state.
1: Nice. I'm a huge minor league hockey fan. Uh, we have the Ontario Rain, they're uh, minor league, or um, is it minor league? I, I know it's minor it league. Called. Yes, minor league for the LA Kings. But um, yeah. love local hockey amazing
0: i'm sure um some hockey fans in ontario weren't too pleased with the name of their the team no offense because it said ontario but in the hockey world we all know ontario is a big providence for hockey but mm-hmm. it is what it is
1: it was very like weird moving to this area and then knowing that there's an ontario that was separate from like the ontario
0: <laughs> right, right i didn't know that i was like okay so this team is in the usa but not in canada weird
1: (laughs) nope it's kind of far from it It is a very weird name for a team or for a city i mean
0: and a team that's for for sure
1: yeah no i agree but huge fan love them um my actual like actual hockey team is the um the golden knights just because like that's the only hockey game i've been to but love sports love them
0: (laughs) Me, me too and it's all good and the thing about it is um she doesn't watch sports at all and that's fine um like i said i've adjusted my standards just want someone to you know have a good conversation with and she's interested in going with me. She hasn't gone to hockey in the longest time, but um, because of she knows how big hockey means to me, she would definitely want to go and see how I like view and watch hockey.
1: And I think that's a big step in a relationship. Is it doesn't have to be something that she gets all into and that she loves, but the fact that she's willing to make an effort and go and do something with you that is special to you is a good sign.
0: Oh, yeah, really good sign. And um, I told her on the day of the game, we or the day after, we can do something she wants to do around the city. And she's like, all right, sure. So that's good. Nice. Uh, and then um, I'll be proud to say this, um, for when we went on our date. So before the actual date, we just chilled in the hotel room and just talked and just watched TV for a bit and just hung out, and it was a pretty chill vibe. And luckily, we took an Uber, and we took Uber to and from this mall. Also, this mall is, like, the hugest mall in New York State. It's called Destiny USA. It's – I can't tell you how massive it is, but if you could think of a big mall, this would be the big mall to do in your state. (laughs) So we hit up Johnny Rockets because – I was just craving a burger and a milkshake. And this was the first time ever I went to a date without drinking a beer. And So was there a reason why
1: you didn't drink?
0: um, Well, they don't offer alcohol there. Oh, um, okay. But I really wanted a beer and milkshake. So we both had beer. And and, um, we had... Did I say beer and milkshakes? Um Burgers and milkshakes. So we both had burger and a milkshake. Um, we after that we walked around the mall. She bought a couple things that she wanted to wear. I bought beef jerky at this beef jerky stand. So I was good. We both bought something we wanted. I didn't want to really um, and but yeah, we had a store. Ugh, we had certain stores that we wanted to go to, and it was a good time. Then after we just um, chilled for the night, watching TV, went to bed, um, had breakfast. And, um, oh, this is something that I actually like about her. Um, That's pretty cool. She has the ability to talk to anyone when out in public. And I just recently caught up. I've always, I think I've always had that gene. Like my dad was always outgoing when we were on vacations, that, that was just him. For me, same way. I always like talking to people. And there was this couple who came all the way from Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland was five hours west of Syracuse. But um, she, they went talked about this place in Maine and it was called Gonquit. And we both lit up because she went there recently with her mom and dad. And... That was, like, my family's favorite vacation spot. So we both were telling them different things about Unconquit. And th- this couple liked it. Thought it was pretty random but funny. And then they were asking him, what are we doing here? It's like, oh, you know, we're just friends, single, for, and happy for the first time in a while. So, like, you know what? Let's try and date and see how it goes. And then the wife of the re- relationship's is like, you know, that's how it usually starts. Yeah. Then, we bo- then we just both giggled and thought it was pretty funny. And we just shrugged each other. It's like, yep, we're like
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> that is super cool. It sounds like oh. you guys had an amazing time. I can't wait to hear about the next time
0: you oh, hang yeah. out. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. And uh, so I love to watch trains. Um, so there's a this really good viewing you know, platform where I get to see freight trains go by the station. And her train was a little bit earlier than mine. And obviously you don't want to be in the hotel past 11 o'clock because obviously that's when they boot you out. So I was like, all right, my train's going to be an hour and a half later than yours. Um, I'll sit here and watch trains. No big deal. Then um, I said, to her, kissed her, and let her go on her train. Some people thought it was weird how I wasn't getting on the train with her. But I was like, "Oh, I'm going back to Buffalo. She's going back to Albany." <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it ended pretty well. And it, so in previous times, you get those like jitter, not jitters, nervousness on how she's going to react, like after you see each other. Because in the past, I've had really good times with girls, and some of the times they had the "you're really nice guy" that 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 kind of text. Mm-hmm. and for her I didn't worry about it at all because I knew how much she actually liked me and we've been texting pretty good ever since so I'm just like <sighs> wall down
1: moving in the right direction right
0: Yeah, I'm well,
1: excited for whatever happens in the future
0: oh thanks Just it's quite funny I'm doing this dating relationship and sex podcast and she comes in at the at the time I least expect it.
1: Oh well, yeah, that's always how it seems to happen, right?
0: Right. So Did you I have know. any
1: closing thoughts on breakups, getting um, over, getting on with somebody else, or?
0: Uh, oh yeah, we're about that time to wrap it up. All right. So for toxic relationships, if you're not happy, you gotta have that talk with that person and be like, "Are you real?" Really, Are you you really wasting each other's time? Can this get better? Um, Stuff like that. If your communication sucks, and bluntly sucks, sorry, and actually I'm not sorry to say that. If your communication just sucks, you're better off just ending it because hey, either you or him is going to end the relationship one way or another if it's getting this bad like remember you deserve someone who respects you and you, you just deserve the best right don't be with someone who's treating you like shit you know if they're choosing to be like shit guess what they should be alone and work on themselves before they have another relationship exactly and, then, and that person <laughs> should not be you Mm-hmm. So, you're better off just breaking it off. But, so, that can be some encouraging words to be, when you're in a toxic relationship. If, all right, so for the people who are thinking about their ex, Phil, move the F on. Yes. Move on. <laughs> like, you're wasting your energy and time. Like, I don't care if it's like, all right, I'll just say from sick. No, I'll dive back for From three months to way over a year, and I'm three months. You've been broken up. Move on. Like yes, anything greater than agree. that, right? Exactly. And if it's greater than that, you're really wasting your time. And um, like if you be happy with yourself, that person will come to you, just like um Black Widow came to me. Like, I'm happy in my life right now. She's happy in her life right now. She wants to be with someone who's happy with her. And me and her are just going with it. Like, we're willing to take this risk. Um, We don't know if we'll be heartbroken down the road or not. We we don't care. We like each other. We're giving each other good vibes. We're happy. Um, That's what you get when you have a healthy relationship. Yes. And you move on from your ex, and you get out of a toxic relationship. Better things will happen. Life's too fucking short, and
1: yes, it is.
0: You don't want to be with the wrong person. Like, hey, like you don't want to even get to that point of um, where you're where you've, you've been spending so much time with this um bad person. You're just like. You know, we could ended this you don't wanna live in regret. I'm not saying regret happens, but you're like, Oh, I could've ended this sooner yeah. than I wouldn't be regretting this. Exactly. What better time to end it than now if you're feeling that bad?
1: Yeah, it's likely I, it's not going to get better. Um, my no. last closing thought I'm... is a lot of kind of what you said, um, just really evaluate whether it's a relationship you wanna be in, if it doesn't make you happy, if you constantly have to compromise who you are and your desire is to make someone else happy. It's probably not a good relationship. Um, if anyone wants to reach out to me directly, I can answer any questions. Um, I'm on Facebook. I have a website. I'm on Instagram. I am everywhere, but I do relationship counseling and I help single people move on or um, all kinds of different things. So I'm here to help professionally. All
0: right. Carla can definitely help you out with that. Um, when you post up the video, I am, I'll obviously tag her in the post with me. Um, So other than that, um, me and Carla wish you a good night and take care to our listeners.
1: Thanks. Good night.
0: Bye. (laughs)